You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. So Becca and I just spent the last five minutes trying to remember what (laughs) What, we were going to talk about. Which we had discussed about five minutes prior to that. (laughs) Like mom brain. It's been a long week. Yes. So I think this is like perfect because this goes right along with our topic today. Like we quit. We quit. This is not the end of the podcast, guys. No, don't worry. worry. This is why we quit or how we quit our corporate jobs um, to pursue our passion and what we do today. Yeah. So we have I actually have a client that asked us to go over this because I think she is considering potentially um, Mm -hmm. changing career paths. And I've talked to a lot of people that Mm -hmm. honestly, a good number of my clients, actually a huge stress driver is career. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've talked to a good amount of my clients actually, now that I think about it, about potentially changing their career path and what, how to approach it essentially, how to approach it in a, you know, calculated manner so that it's not just a leap of faith and hope things work out. Don't just quit your job. (laughs) Like the whole like universe energy. I know a lot of people preach about that. It's the right thing to do. And now I have no money. Yeah. I just felt like it was, yeah the moment that I should just quit. Like, don't do that. Um, (laughs) You know, I've talked with a lot of people and they've asked me too. you know, what made you change careers and how do you navigate your day to day? And I want to touch on that quite a bit in this. Um, But as a previous HR manager, what I would say is that a hundred percent, if you work in a toxic environment or you work in a place where your boss isn't supportive or you feel that, you know, it is bringing your whole entire aura of your happiness and your life mm-hmm. down, change jobs. Like there are plenty of recruiters out there that are willing to help you look for a new job. It might not be a completely new career, but you can definitely change companies and work environment. There is no amount of money that is worth your happiness, no. guys. Because you spend the majority of your life at work. Yeah. I mean, we're in bed, literally. Those are the two places where you spend yep. the majority of your time. And I know what it was like being miserable. And so we can kind of talk about that as we mm-hmm. go through this. Um, I had a lot of bosses and a lot of people that I still really look up to and admire but there was a point in time in my career I was miserable and I was ready just to walk out yeah um and so yeah and then we'll we'll be able to touch on what we used to do yeah okay so tip or trick today is finding purpose in something that you love to do and that you're passionate about as like a hobby so not Not, necessarily career losing yourself as a person yes so Many people, when they get married or Or, they become a mom or a parent, they stop doing things that they enjoy doing. Totally. And it's funny because we just talked about this the other day when we were walking in the city. We're like, we should go out dancing because Becca and I love to dance. I love to dance, guys. Love to dance. I just want to. It's totally like, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that stand up. Um, God, what was the name of the guy? I don't know. He used to be really raunchy. He was a stand up comedian. Anyways, he always joked about like girls just. You know, girls just want to go to the p- club and dance. Just throw our shoes and our purses in the middle and just dance. <laughs> and like, that's how I feel. I just want to dance sometimes. I don't want to dance with anyone. I nope. don't want a guy that's gross and grinding on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my husband. 
I just enjoy dancing by myself. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that reminds me of like Saddle Up. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's a line dancing club in Aurora. Um, I went there a few times after moving up here. Springfield never had anything cool like that, but it was so much fun. Okay. Or I should say at least that I knew of in Springfield. Sorry. Yes. Cause I know we have some Springfield listeners. Um, anyways, it's so much fun. You go and it's not all country line dancing. Yeah. It's like, today's top hits or whatever they have different theme nights yep but it's a ton of fun and i think that we should have a food code podcast like meet yeah. up and anybody that listens and likes to dance maybe we should like pick a friday or saturday totally depending upon the demand people have to want to go but yes if not we'll just go and be dancing i'm totally sense. fine with that too <laughs> <laughs> no but the reason i bring this up is because i was having a conversation with one of my clients a couple of weeks ago and she was really struggling with handling some cravings and some emotional things and i just you know it's 99% of the time, it's not about the actual food. Um, it's about feeding the emotion. And yep. sometimes that is that we're feeling lonely or we feel like empty a little yeah. bit. And she has a great husband. She has great kids and everything. So it was nothing about that. And I just asked her, like, what have you done for you lately? Now, I'm not talking about working out. I'm not talking about getting your nails done or your hair or massage. Like something that you used to do that you haven't done in a long time. Yeah. And so a couple of weeks went by and she told me... Uh, week or two ago she's really excited because she's going out for a dance class yep. um and maybe like ballroom dancing or something I wasn't sure because she even said I'm considering doing like a cooking class because I really like doing that mm-hmm. and I think that's a great idea I'd love to do something like that yeah I'm, I'm down I mean I think back of what I used to do and I used to love and my girlfriends and I my three best girlfriends from college and I used to go to I used to, I went to school in Memphis guys we were on Beale Street a lot <laughs> Because that was where you went out. And yeah. so we would go to the clubs on Beale Street and just dance our ass off. Yeah. Like till two in the morning. And then we'd probably get pizza across the street and mm-hmm. sit on the curb and eat pizza. And, you know, days. let's be honest. Like I was not the most healthy person at that time. I was drinking a lot and eating a lot of fast food. But I had some fun dancing. Yes. And I want to bring that that dancing back into mm-hmm. my life. I agree. I agree. So I went to Illinois State and we had some really fun dance sessions yep. um my old roommates and i we would literally play the same song over and over we didn't care party in the <laughs> usa so one of my best friends Lacey, if she's listening we used to dance to that like crazy um but yeah it was so much fun and we totally did the same thing we go to like dp dough or yep. whatever it was yep and then when i studied abroad the coolest experience ever we went on a bar crawl but it was in this church old cathedral interesting it was five levels and so you started your bar crawl on level on the very top level very cool worked your way down uh i believe that it was like the fourth or the bottom floor mm-hmm. like the last place was the dj and the dance uh it was so so much fun and i also kind of miss like dressing up mm. and like you know yeah. do my makeup and wearing this cute dress and going dancing and it wasn't to impress anyone nope. like i'm not trying to pick up another guy i just like feeling yeah sexy you feel like feeling sexy you know? confident like totally you're, you're fancy you got makeup yeah. on you got your hair done you got a cute dress heels just you feel good yeah and nothing I don't wrong with that I, got, I don't do that anymore i wear leggings and sweatshirts every day <laughs> which we'll talk to it's a perk of being an entrepreneur when you do what we do but also like i don't dress up very much yeah. anymore so. so we want to know, like, what is it that you haven't done in a long time? And we'll definitely share our pictures. We haven't decided when we're going to go out yet, but we... Or where. Or where. Because I don't know if I'm ready to venture to the city. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't think we should go to the city. Okay. I think we should do, like, Rosemont or, like, Naperville yep. or... Okay. Like, we can manage that. Higher end. I don't want to be with, like, college students. No. I want, like, 
you no. know, like our age group, like 30s or something. Yes. So if anybody has any suggestions. If this exists, guys, <laughs> does this exist? Oh, yeah. I also don't <laughs> want a club where people are like wild grinding on each other. Like or on a lot on of floor. ecstasy. No. Like I don't need that in yeah. my life. Okay? I want like a classy dance session. <laughs> so maybe we should just throw the party ourselves. Yes. Um, anyways. All right. So let's hop into this. So how we left our corporate careers. And so what did we do? Why don't we start there? Yeah. So I think first and foremost, when you are making a transition or considering making a transition, number one thing here is what do you need to do now? Like education that you need to get, experience that you need to get. So I did my nutrition certifications prior to exiting. Mm -hmm. I also had started a blog. I would get up at like four in the morning, you know, reps. Everything gets better with reps, right? Like our website now versus that blog, Fit Cookery was the name of it like five years ago. I don't even know. I, I'm sorry. If you guys have been following me for a long time, you must be true fans because those huh? photos were not cute. Um, but I would get up at 4 a.m. I would spend about an hour, hour and a half cooking and typing on my blog. And then I'd go to the gym, work out, and then I'd go to work. Um, typically, I would come back home, work on the blog more or go into the gym and like help yeah. coaching or coaching clients, whatever. Um, at one point in time, I was also teaching at another gym. I was teaching Pio for the McDonald's campus because it was right next to my work. So getting those reps in, getting some of that experience, right? Like you don't just leave corporate and hope for the best, hope for the best. Right. And like all of a sudden be good at what you're doing. I think you need to get reps totally before you become good. Yeah. Um, I did the same thing. I was coaching at CrossFit after work. I would go before work and work out. I would go after work and coach. I was taking on nutrition clients for very, very cheap. Um, Because I mean, I didn't have any experience experience. at the time and I'm not going to charge someone. $200 $200 like we do now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was, it was very cheap and I was writing meal plans for that. Like I didn't know what no. I was doing. I know I made all the mistakes guys. I made all the mistakes, but yeah. I learned, I gained experience and ultimately, yes, my certifications, my education has all been super important and pivotal, but experience over everything. hundred percent application. Yep. You know, I think we look back at what we went to college for. So I went to college for organizational leadership and marketing. Um, when I left college, I started working for target as an HR manager no one prepared me for the things that I experienced in HR, especially at Target. I cannot even imagine. I mean, it was wild. I had one of the worst sexual harassment cases in Target. Like, target the, history? Target history, pretty much, yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. One of the... I'm trying to even think of what her title was, but she flew in from headquarters. Okay. Um, like VP of HR or assistant oh, wow. VP of HR, something like that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And so I think I was like 23 or 24 at this time. Like... WTF. Um, no one ex- like ever prepares you for those types of experiences. And so I do believe that, again, in any career field, it's reps, it's repetitions, totally. it's getting that experience. That's how you become good. Yep. Um, so that would be step number one. So if you're considering changing your career, you need to get the education and you need to start doing repetitions. Absolutely. You got to save money, guys. I would recommend. Yep. So if possible, if your job allows it and if your time allows it and if this is a priority and this is a serious thing for you, Try to maybe start doing what you want to do part-time on the side mm-hmm. and see if you are able to gain traction, if you are able to start making a little bit of money uh, because 
I mean, Liz and I both were at, so I worked at Allstate. I did actuarial analysis. So I basically priced insurance for the Midwest states. So Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Illinois for home and auto. Um, I was around a lot of people that were way smarter than I was um, in terms of that stuff. I went to school for economics. So, I mean, you know, I wasn't a a dummy, but I, uh, the people that I was around were doing actuarial exams. They were studying all the time. I was an analyst for the most part, but I just, you know, it wasn't exciting to me. I didn't want to price insurance. It didn't get my blood flowing. Um, I was falling asleep in meetings. I was pretty miserable. And so I was able to, you know, get what I needed to get done and leave work at a reasonable hour and go and either work on nutrition certifications and work with clients or coach and take in a small income outside of my salary. Um, but with that being said, I had a salary I had insurance, Mm -hmm. good health insurance with Allstate. I had benefits. I was putting money into a 401k through my health, through my stuff. I was paying taxes. Mm -hmm. When you go into doing your own business, you are responsible for all of that. Yeah. It's nothing is guaranteed. Nope. Clients come and go. You pay everything out of pocket. So you pay all of your insurance out of pocket. You're responsible for investing, doing any type of 401k. You are (laughs) responsible for paying all of your bills, no matter what your paycheck says. So that's where we would say, save money before you leave. And I would say like have three months of savings if you can and really try to be budgeting and be frugal with that. So be very good with a budget. I think both of us were blessed to be hired by gyms that were able to pay us. Yep. But you know, I want to touch on something because this really gets under my skin and that is the whole concept of must be nice. Um, I have had a lot of people say that to me over the last four or five years must be nice. Well, here's the thing guys, not only are you leaving that stable paycheck benefits and 401k vacation time, all of that, you have to grind. Like I work Ugh. way more than I did when I worked in human resources. It's, I, it's the quote, you you choose to work 80 hours a week so you don't have to work 40 hours 100%, a week. 100%. So like some people have this perception that entrepreneurs just like stay at home all the time or, you know, don't have to work as much. And that's simply not true. I mean, especially like I think about my husband, Art, like growing his business mm-hmm. and his gym. When he first got that space, he slept at the gym. Like he had no money to yeah. have an apartment that gym was his apartment absolutely (laughs) you know and so then he slowly started making money and was able to get on a place with a roommate and whatever and then you know you start to build out the things that you need inside of your gym or like for us even though we don't technically have a overhead from a physical space yep we still have overhead absolutely mentors from online programs to taxes to accountants to all of the things that it takes Mm -hmm. to run a business no one tells you about those things right nope and so not only are you not making the money that you are charging, you maybe make like half of that. Absolutely. Right. And understanding that like, if you are not the type of person that's super self-driven or you don't do great, unless someone's kind of telling you what to do, uh, if you're not great at time blocking or prioritizing things, get good at it fast Mm -hmm. because you need to understand what is important to your business for the future, not just in the moment. Yeah. Because it is very easy to get caught up in emails and helping everyone with little things. Mm -hmm. And then you're not growing as a business. You're wasting your time on a lot of things that don't really matter long-term. You lose your vision. You lose the mission of what you're trying to accomplish. Like having a plan for three months and six months and Mm -hmm. three years and all, and like sticking to those. Mm -hmm. So on a day-to-day 
basis, Liz and I time block our entire day hour by hour so that we can fit in a workout. We can fit in time with our family. We can fit in all of the priorities that we have within our business and really have to visit what is important and what isn't. A hundred percent. Every single day. hundred percent. That's the other thing is like people think like, oh, must be nice. You get to work out whenever you want. Uh. Like. I literally stress about just getting my workout done in the hour because that's the hour that I've time blocked. Yes. Like it's got to get done in that hour. And if it doesn't get done in that hour, like I either have to miss it or I have to rearrange and do something else. I miss leaving work at four 30 or five and not have to worry about it until the next day. Yeah. I could just go work out. I could hang out at the gym. I could talk to people like your work stopped when you left all state. Absolutely. I, that is, I will say that is probably the number one thing I miss. Mm -hmm. I had more time with my family and my friend than I do as an entrepreneur. Totally. I I wouldn't trade it, but absolutely. I love my clients. I love what we do. I love the mission that we have, but being able to go on vacation and put your out of office on and be like, talk to this person if you need anything. Now it's, I'm not going to ignore my clients for seven days. Are you kidding me? They need, you know, we've been working on X, Y, and Z. We need to keep work. Like Nick, my, my poor husband is so great, but I, we work nonstop because we, we love what we do. And when you love what you do, BS to the, you never work a day in your life. That's bullshit. Of course you do. Yeah. You work even harder. You have more passion for it. You grind harder because you want it more. And then there's like the whole, mom guilt thing right oh my luckily gosh. you and i met each other what six months before you had carson yeah you were pregnant yeah you yeah, were pregnant because you helped me yeah. during that so luckily that worked out so i was able to help with your maternity leave yep. and then vice otherwise versa. i didn't really ha- i didn't really have a maternity leave right no Maybe i think like- i took four weeks off and it was still checking my email i was taking client calls with carson crying and mm-hmm. being like i'm sorry i'm yeah. sorry like but thankfully all of our clients were super great yes. about that so i mean that's the other thing is you don't have anybody to pick up your work if you're not working if you're not doing the job so so there is no nine to five. It mm-hmm. is 24 seven. And if there's a crisis in your business, like I feel like a lot of entrepreneurship is two things. It is putting out fires all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and it's also staying super, super disciplined because like you mentioned, you can get so bogged down in working in your business versus on your business. Mm-hmm. And so it's got to be super disciplined that you do time block so you can get the task done because we don't outsource, nope. right? We are yeah, because marketing means person, the blogger, paying other people <laughs> with money that you might not have. Yeah, <laughs> so we are the workers, but we're also the business owners, and so time blocking so that we can work on business, like we did totally. with Jason in the last yeah. couple of days, right? Like that was set aside time where we did have out of office, but no one else was answering those emails. We Absolutely. had to pick up those emails as soon as our out of office was off, yeah. right? And we were back home, and so it's the discipline of working in the business, but also making the time to work on your business because that is how you grow and that is how you reach other people. And so part of that too is you have to invest in mentorship. Mm -hmm. Many people have different views on this that I've spoken to, but I'm a firm believer in that you should be mentored by someone who has done successfully what you want to do because they can help you navigate and not make mistakes. And our business has grown more, I would say with the gym and lifestyle nutrition through mentorship than just like trying to figure it out on your own. 100%. 100%. And I think that, you know, investing that money and investing in someone else, 100% might work out, might not, but you have to try. You have to always be trying to grow your business because simply just doing the work for your business is not going to help you grow. 
Right. It'll help you survive maybe for some time, but the grind gets exhausting, guys. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have something to be working towards. You have to constantly be trying to shift your focus and make sure that you're covering, you know, what's happening new in the field that you're trying to get into or what new product are you going to be creating or new program are you going to be creating that someone else hasn't done before because you can't be stagnant when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You, there's if you always, want to be competitive and yes. you want to be good, like you have to, you have to be one step ahead. And so totally. it's funny because when I first exited corporate and I, I remember my first business trip going with art, we went to training for warriors um, business conference. And then the next one was click funnels. And yep. I'm like, what is this? Like I went to school for marketing. Nothing I learned at Illinois state <laughs> has ever played a role into what we do as entrepreneurs. But I remember there was um, a place here. I'm not going to say any names, but it's a, a gym that has copied our website like verbatim. We've actually had clients wow. send it to us. And this has happened multiple times, um, twice actually. And so Art just fluffs it off. He's like, you just have to be one step ahead, you know, of yeah. everybody else. You you have to constantly be learning. Like right now, he said that copywriting seminar. Yeah. And so hopefully he'll come back. Copywriting, that goes into everything. It goes into blogging. It goes into sales copy. It goes into marketing. And so... If you're someone who's looking to make a transition, I think you need to start also looking at what you would need to do or know how to do besides just that particular trade. So Becca and I, we are great nutrition coaches and educators. However, we also have to know about taxes. We have to know about hiring and firing coaches. You have to know when to be having strict or tough conversations with people how to balance a, you know your income statement and how to pay people properly and what is all in taxes oh my accounting EIN numbers having systems in place too so that's something that's probably been the biggest thing for us yep. and I know for me personally I look at my check-in process now compared to what it was when oh my I gosh. first started so different so different like intake forms that you need mm-hmm. what systems are you going to utilize where is your email marketing list housed? what emails who's writing your emails do you have copy for those emails yep do you have social media do you have videos do you have photos do you have a youtube account i mean i'm just speaking to what we do because we yeah. are more online but how are you going to get yourself out there yeah. And I think that also brings us to connections. Mm-hmm. Be, do you know people that are going to be able to help you in the space that you're trying to get into? Because honestly, I think I, I think this might be the most important thing. Do you have connections that can help you grow? Yeah. Because the way you grow is not through marketing and ads and paid Facebook ads and all of that. It is who you know in your space and how they can connect you. And referrals. And what you can provide to those people. Yep. And referrals. Like, exactly. Yep. Exactly. If, especially if you're trying to grow evergreen, like mm-hmm. referrals are huge. Are yeah. you doing an amazing job for your clients? Your clients are the number one priority to you. Are you providing them with everything they need and more? Are you over delivering? Like those are the things because we can't expect to be, unfortunately, just good at what you do and it to work out. Or that if you open a place, people will just walk in the door. Totally. You know, like a lot of people think if you build it, they will come. Not really no. because you're always competing. You know, mm-hmm. like I think about the gym, for example, Yep. right? You have CrossFit gyms, you have Orange Theory Fitness, you have all of these other headquartered gyms. And ultimately a lot of them are putting out small businesses because yeah. there's, you know, like let's say F45 or Burn yep. Boot Camp or, you know, whoever, like Orange they Theory Fitness. They function at lower membership prices. They function at way lower membership prices, mm-hmm. right? They pay their coaches decently because though they have the big guy yep. running Facebook advertising. Yep. So, you know, Investing if you're in it, totally. Yeah, if, if you're a franchise owner, right? Like I know I was doing some research a couple of years ago with Orange Theory Fitness. Like 
they open their gyms with about 500 people. Wow. And it's insane. Like you think about that, especially as a gym owner, like you knowing CrossFit, mm-hmm. right? That's a lot of members. We and do that's a awesome. lot to keep up. Yeah. A lot. We are always on top of social media, always on top of referrals, always on top of the next thing that we can help to grow the gym. Like, yeah, because you're competing with the people Mm -hmm. who have marketing essentially done for them. Right. But it's also one of those things where people who are small business owners, they are the most passionate people I think Mm -hmm. that you've ever met. Totally. I know you know, even in our nutrition coaching space, just being around, and I'm excited for you to meet everybody when we go to San Diego, being around all of these other nutrition educators last or two months ago in Arizona, it's so cool to hear everybody's story and their evolution and how they evolved to become a nutrition coach. And it all came down to having passion for helping people and wanting to create impact and impact in a way that is going to make lasting changes, like not cutting somebody for a show, not inflicting a number on the scale, but Mm -hmm. really helping them change their life. Totally. That they feel confident that they show up and they're better for their spouse and their kids and whatever. And so I think whatever you're going to do, you have to make sure you have a very strong passion and that you're able to build connections with people in your industry. Yep. Otherwise it's going to be very, very difficult. Yeah. So if you guys are considering a career change, what we typically recommend get experience with it. Sometimes that means you're doing it for free guys. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. A lot of times that means you're doing it for free because you're just trying to gain experience. Look at your finances, make sure that you can afford maybe a few months, maybe even six to 12 months at a mm-hmm. lower income for a while. Evaluate what might you might need to get rid of for you to be able to do this at a lower income for a while until you really catch your footing. Try to find connections in the space mm-hmm. Get a mentor or someone that can help you understand the side of small business things in terms of, you know, the taxes. Do you have to open a business name or do you need to be legal within the state and the country? All of those things, contracts for your clients, all of that away, payment methods, systems that you'll need. Um, And then I think the biggest thing is probably finding other people that you can talk to and relate to. Um, Because at the end of the day, guys, entrepreneurship is exhausting. It's really hard. It can be really frustrating and almost like isolating isolating yeah I work from home by myself a lot of days Mm -hmm. and having Liz and having other small business owners that I've been able like networking groups and stuff that I'm able to go and talk to and just understand that I'm not alone that other people are going through the same struggles other people have really bad days where like you question whether it was the right decision to leave your stable job I have days like that all the time yeah because it's like what am I doing? I'm, you know, I, I have a client that's upset or I have a situation that I'm putting out a fire that I just don't even understand why I made this decision some days. And so mm-hmm. having people to be able to talk, talk you down sometimes, um, to relate to and understand that you're not alone yeah. because following your passion is hard work. It is scary. Uh, it's the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> it's kind of like having a kid. It's kind of like having a kid. <laughs> like uh, now that I say this in the world, it's also very frustrating <laughs> and scary and all the things that come along with it, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I really do think that many people who have a deep passion can be very successful. Absolutely. Um, you know? And so if you have specific questions or you want to know about something like Becca and I both have a lot of experience from 
situations that we've dealt with or handled or that we've learned along the way. And we're still very new to this and very green, right? But I would say even from like the employee relations side, like if there's something there, hiring, firing, having, you know, conversations, I have friends that will call me and run things by me. And um, I like to keep it fresh because I love team development, but I also love helping other people who are pursuing their passion and making impact. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we hope this was helpful. And if you have any questions, just message us. Yeah, we're around. We love to talk to other people. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We will be back with another episode of The Food Code in just a few days. Have a great day.